This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. I'm super excited to be here with a lovely guest today. This is our first guest episode in a while, so it's going to be really fun. So excited to have you, Rosemary. I'm so excited to get into things. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself and you know, how you got into business? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and extra special first guest for a while. So I hope I live up to all the expectations. But yes, as you said, my name is Rosemary Callender. I am podcast launch strategist and CEO of a podcast production company called Too Busy to Podcast. As you can probably tell from the accent, I am based in the UK, but originally born in the beautiful Barbados over in the Caribbean. A little bit about my story, I guess. So I am a career PA, executive assistant, you know, 15 plus years working corporate for C-suite board level members. And a lot of people can probably relate to this story. COVID happened, you know, for some, some awful things happened. We lost people. Um, But for me, it really opened my eyes to what could be possible. Like I didn't have to work nine till five, go home, feed my child, log back in. And yeah, COVID just allowed me to see what was possible. I jumped right in, lost my job about, so I was still working, but lost my job four months in. So I was thrown into full-time entrepreneurship without any sort of, you know, thinking I was planning to juggle both for about a year. But as I said, three, four months in that plan (laughs) was pushed out of the water. And yeah, I've been doing it full time now for nearly two years. I started out as a podcast manager, but this year, early in January 2022, I really niched into podcast launches, you know, using my strengths as a PA, EA. 
I love organization and projects and that kind of stuff. And so that is where I excel. And I work with female coaches to help them launch their podcast that will skyrocket, propel them into your thought leadership, being able to grow their audience, increase their sales, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's me. It's amazing. It's great to have you. A lot of our listeners are, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs or they're getting ready to maybe launch a podcast and they're curious about, you know, what goes into this because it is kind of a lot to take on. I was just fly by the seat of my pants. But can you tell us what that work looks like when you're first onboarding someone? Mm-hmm. What are questions? You know, if there's any tips that we could give somebody that's maybe not ready to invest just yet, but they could maybe work with you in the future. Yeah, no, 100%. And you are right. There are a lot of different moving parts involved in starting a podcast, and that can really overwhelm people. And that's where my framework comes in. So I've got the four piece framework again, you know, going back to being a PA and taking complex, overcomplicated things and really simplifying them. And so I have brought that into how I support my clients with launching. And the four Ps are very much about prep, produce, publish, and promote. I won't go into all of them because we don't have the time, but what's relevant to your question is that prep phase. Your first question should not be, what microphone do I get? (laughs) Because a lot of people, that is their first thought. Even when I'm onboarding my clients, you know, on our strategy call, I'm always interrupted. Today was the first time that I actually was not interrupted to answer that question. (laughs) That should be the furthest thing from your mind. And something that I'm really passionate about, well, two things really, is strategy and systems. Okay. So the strategy piece, if you are managing, well, if you're launching your podcast yourself, you're not able to outsource. I have a podcast of my own, so that is a free resource that you can use. I'll share the details later, I'm sure. But secondly, I would implore you To be really clear, I call it the 4WH formula. I need to come up with something a little bit more fancy. But essentially what that formula is, is who are you speaking to? So who is your ideal listener? What topics are you going to be talking about? This is really fresh in my mind because I've just come off um, a strategy onboarding call with a client. So this is a great question. Yeah, around the topic, you want to have that, I call it the umbrella topic. So if you're a mindset coach, I would imagine that's mindset. And then thinking about an umbrella, sticking to that theme, what are three or four spokes? So, you know, the umbrella has got those bits that will stick out. So we don't want all eight. I think there's eight. You want to kind of just want three to four spokes or the subtopics within that sort of mindset umbrella that you're going to speak about on your show. And thirdly, why? Why are you starting a podcast a bit like, I know you said your listeners are starting, you know, newish entrepreneurs. I'm sure they would have heard this. I know it was definitely, you know, beaten to death when I started out two years ago in terms of knowing your why. Your podcast is the same. If you are podcasting for business, it is likely that your why is similar to why you started your business. But don't be afraid to just get really specific because in those moments where you're questioning whether or not a podcast is for you, whether it's worth it, where you're feeling a little bit frustrated, all those kind of negative thoughts and emotions, your why will keep you on track. And everyone's why is different. It might be that you want to 
build an audience. It might be that you want to use it as a platform to attract speaking opportunities. There's so many different reasons, but one reason it should not be is because everyone else has got one. Yeah. That is just a complete no-no. So we've got the who, we've got the what, we've got the why. And another thing is how much time. So that's the H because as you rightly said, there's a lot of time involved. A lot of people, I'm not sure if you know of this stat, but 75% of podcasts fade away Mm. after seven, 10 episodes. And obviously, yeah, it's a high number, right? And obviously I haven't spoken to all those people, but from what I've seen, I've had clients, you know, in my earlier days, which is how I create the framework and the methods I use now, they get really excited about starting and then they, you know, we launch, they've got my support and then they realize, oh crap, (laughs) this is like a weekly ongoing thing. So I don't want that for you guys. I want you to really have a plan. So when I talk about how much time between your business, your personal life, everything else that we have going on as entrepreneurs, as women, whatever it might be, really be honest with yourself around, do I have the time right now? Podcasting isn't going anywhere. It's been around for over 20 years now. Yes, it blew up with COVID or just before COVID, but it's not going anywhere. It will continue to grow. And so I don't want anyone to rush in to start in their podcast only to realize, oh, I've got a launch in two months and then I've got a book coming out in four months. Your podcast will die. (laughs) because usually what I've seen is the podcast unfortunately is one of those things that gets pushed when other things come up which shouldn't be the case that might be a whole different podcast episode but yes so how much time do you have so I think I've lost track now so it's why who what how where so podcasts you and I are doing audio I do video as well so Do you want to record a video and stick it on YouTube? This is the beauty of a podcast. You can repurpose it in a hundred and one different ways, but adding different components means a little bit more work. And if you're doing it yourself, that might be something to consider. So that's my four WH formula, but really the first three are most important. Your why, who are you speaking to? If you're newer in business, and you are not clear on who you work with or you don't, you know, on social media, people talk a lot about use the language that your clients are using. If you haven't got that data as yet, I suggest that you kind of wait. Again, podcasting is going nowhere. Just wait until you've worked with a few clients, you know what their problems are, their pain points, their desires, their goals, because that is the content that you'll be creating for your podcast, because that's how you attract your ideal client. Yeah. Or you, that's how you attract your ideal listener who can then convert into your ideal or dream client. So that was a lot, <laughs> but I hope it answers your question. Oh, absolutely. And I love that you brought up like have a few clients. Don't just jump in before you even start your business. Have your framework. I think that that's such a good point because a lot of the topics that I come up with that have to do like with topics that I'm talking about with my clients, you know, and then we turn it around lifetime. So it's like, how can we solve this problem? If one person's having it now, probably many of them are. Yeah. 
I think that that's really great advice. And I love that you brought up social media as well. I was checking out your website and your take on social. I absolutely agree with it. Coming out of social media management and really focusing on, you know, like intuitive marketing as a whole and what that means for us as business owners. Can you tell me more about your point of view as like social as a time suck and how podcasting may be able, you know, maybe once we have that framework and we have a few clients, how can it really help you maybe possibly even more than social, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people see a podcast and rightly so as that authority builder, that credibility provider, being able to speak on big stages, you know, generating income for the business. Like we talked about converting listeners to clients, that kind of stuff. But for me and my personal experience, the reason why I started my podcast was, yeah, I wanted to help women because I I'm slightly obsessed with women using their voice to be seen and heard. You know, I won't go into men taking up spaces across all niches. Podcasting is no different. Men do dominate the charts. But as women, we have so much to say. And so I'm really, really passionate. And that's where the podcast came, because as you said, not everyone can afford to outsource at the beginning. And so I use my podcast. My podcast is very teachable, actionable tips. They can listen, they can go away, they can do, they can come back, that kind of stuff. But I digress. (laughs) Where it comes, where I'm focused and where I've shifted my podcast as well is more around content marketing. So social media, as you said, is a time suck. Even just this week or at the weekend, I just was like, you just feel this overwhelming sense of tiredness and you can't quite work out where it's come from and I've gotten better at realizing okay it's social media yeah especially in well for me specifically Instagram because I feel like Instagram is like four or five platforms into one and then you've got the random glitches and updates and all that nonsense to contend with when it comes to Instagram so all of that together it's just like, oh, <laughs> like I need five minutes. And so where the podcast comes in and what I'm really passionate about getting more female entrepreneurs to think about is how your podcast is more than the authority builder, the credibility. It can be the epicenter of your content marketing. Yeah. Quite simply, a podcast, you can sit and record a 15, 20 minute episode. And this is why it's so important that you are crystal clear on the problems, all of that. You need to be solid in what you're talking about so that you can sit down and give so much value in that 15, but it doesn't have to be 15. If you can give a lot of value in five, then go for it. But however many minutes it is, I don't suggests you, you know, this is not Joe Rogan. We are not Joe Rogan. We do not need to talk for hours. Just provide the value you need to provide for the amount of time that is suitable to your audience and repurpose that podcast episode. So when I started out, I recorded my podcast episode and it just kind of sat there. I am now, if you follow me on the podcast, as that's how you and I met, Too Busy to Podcast Pod you'll see that I am now doing a lot more repurposing because your podcast, a 15, 20 minute podcast episode can be your week of content. 
And I am talking about if you on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn, week for all three platforms. You know, Facebook and Instagram are practically the same. You might want to do a few different tweaks for LinkedIn. You can make an art LinkedIn article from your transcript. You can do show notes, which is like a blog post for your website. Make sure it's SEO optimized so that you are being found on Google. You can do, so what you and I will do when you're on my show is I record the video, but I don't put the full video on YouTube. I chop it up for social media promo. So like reels on, I'm mostly on Instagram. So that's an idea. I'm going to get into Pinterest soon. So those same and TikTok, God help me, (laughs) 2023. But yeah, so those same reels for Instagram will become TikToks and Pinterest, what do they call them? Idea pins or something like that. Your show notes you can put on Pinterest. And if you've got the right system, which is something I've recently formulated for myself and, you know, for my clients, it's not going to take, you're probably listening to this and thinking, oh my God. That's going to take me 20 hours. But actually, it's all based from your podcast episode transcript. You transcribe it. You highlight key points. There's lots of different tools. Majority are free where you can do fancy stuff with the video, add subtitles. There's lots out there that allows you to make the most of your podcast episode and be in multiple places at once and not feel that same draining, exhausting feeling that I feel comes with social media. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So well said. Actually, the episode that's coming out before this is called um, Zero Energy. And I talk about that. Social is the worst right now. It's so loud. And a lot of our listeners are highly sensitive women as well. So it really affects us. You know, it can drain us for days if we let it. So I love that you talk about transcribing and everything as well, because that's actually what we do at Meraki Mm -hmm. too. And it simplified our entire process. And I had no clue what I could do with the podcast until I started, you know, recording and then thinking outside of the box. So for our listeners, definitely take notes on that piece that Rosemary just shared. Please go back and re-listen to that because that was amazing advice. And I would love to know, you know, how else can we get to know you more and how you work with your clients? You know, my last question is more about that challenge that you may have faced in business and in life. So if there's anything along those lines that you would like to share with our listeners too. Yeah. So challenges, boy, I mean, entrepreneurship's a funny old thing, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) There There has been some challenges. I think if I was to start again, this might be an Instagram post actually, but if I was to do things again, I would place a lot more value on mindset and messaging. Mm -hmm. So I'm two years into business and I will be frank and I'll be honest. It's only in the last couple months that I have really understood the importance of messaging and the importance of mindset. I saw something recently actually where it said it's 20% business and it's 80% mindset. Wow, And that is so true because I know from my corporate days, I have achieved, I achieved a lot, right? My, the last role I was in, 
where I got laid off in um, COVID, I was at the top of my career making a quite a decent um, salary, my highest salary. So I worked my way up. But then when you get thrown into entrepreneurship, it's a little bit scary. It's something new. But to a certain extent, I felt like what got me through corporate, which if I'm honest, is that phrase around, I'll fake it till I make it. That does not work. <laughs> that does not work in entrepreneurship. And so the first coach I worked with month one was a mindset coach. We're still friends now. And we joke that back then I thought, oh, I could do mindset coaching for three months and I'll be done. I'll be made. Whatever. The journey, the journey continues as you grow, as you up level, there's just other mindset challenges that you've got to overcome. And it's only now that I've got those tools and I've got those strategies and I really hone in. Whereas before I was like, oh, you know, yeah. I've got to do the do. I've got to, the practical stuff, the logistical stuff. But, and then the other piece is messaging. So I know you mentioned a lot of your listeners are newish. Don't fall into this trap. I don't, I think there are still a few coaches teaching this Yeah. around, you must know what they eat and you must know where they shop or you must know their favorite color. I believe that crap <laughs> for so long. So long. Even when I started my podcast, I was still believing it. And we are in, I think, month 15, 16, you know, so it's not been years. But even then, when I started my podcast, that's what I was focused on. Whereas now, as we talked about earlier, the key to your content is knowing what your ideal client's struggles, problems, desires, all that stuff is but also how they would say it. Mm. So if you're starting a podcast, for example, and my current coach is really good at this, her episode title, she took something I told her once and turned it into blooming episode title. And I was like, is she talking about me? But that's what you want. Yeah. Because you want your listeners to resonate with your title for them to then listen where you give the value where they're like, oh, she gets me. Yeah. And then they DM you to say, how do we work together? So messaging and mindset are key. Lessons learned, there's no regrets, but definitely if I could start again, I would put a lot more value, a lot more focus on those two things. Yeah, that's great advice. I also have dove in headfirst into the mindset, you know, recently. It's only been like, I would say, you know, a year and a half and it's changed my life, you know, and that's what we talk about a lot on this podcast too. So I appreciate you reiterating that because it really Mm. is, it's the piece, like you said, 80-20, like that's awesome. I have never heard that before, but that's definitely one that I'll pull out on those days (laughs) where you're really down in the dumps. (laughs) you know yeah a hundred percent thank you so much and can you tell us how our listeners can get in touch with you we will have all of your links below as well so if anybody's driving you know just save this for later and come back and check out the links if you can't you know do it now yeah sure so the name of my company as I said is too busy to podcast it's you know the clues in the title (laughs) I'm over (laughs) on Instagram the same so t-o-o busy T-O podcast. Um, the website's the same, www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk. And if you want to learn more about, you know, podcasting tips, 
you can follow me over on the Instagram podcast profile, which is too busy to podcast pod. So yeah, lots of different places that you can find me, but start, start with the website and then everything's linked there. Yeah, we'll have everything listed below. And thank you so much for coming on. This was such a great conversation. It was. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.